Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmadu wa nusalli ala rasulil kareem amma ba'd. Question arises many a times that in discussions with friends, family, wherever we are at work sometimes, at school, and we speak about sometimes certain individuals. And we know this person may be coming from a good background. We say, ma'ala wasn't so good. What happened? What happened? Why did this guy fall off the bandwagon? What happened to him? What went wrong in his life? And we see many times these examples in our areas, in wherever we go. We see that a person who used to be a doctor, is a bit patav. A person who is or was a lawyer, have been involved with drugs. Now myself personally have worked with such a person. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala overdosed, but may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive him for his sins and his mistakes. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enter me into Jannah. But this person was a lawyer, and no one could understand where did he go wrong? You know, so we find that many a times it's a Mawlana's son or it's the Mawlana himself or the Sheikh himself that is lost maybe. You know, what went wrong in his life? You know, and the answer lies within deen. In deen, in the Quran, within the hadith of Nabi Muhammad wasallam, we will find the answer. So we first go to the Quran and we see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains to us. First example of life ever of a human being, Nabi Adam alayhi salam. Nabi Adam is in Jannah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created him. In Jannah. While he's in Jannah, prior to that, the incident of Iblis, well-known story, we all know it. Iblis was there, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave the command, bow down to Adam. Out of respect for the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and more importantly, follow the word of Allah. But what did he decide? He decided, I'm better than him. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Shaitan, you go out from here. You are no longer welcome here. This place isn't for you. Shaitan is out. Nabi Adam is now in Jannah. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created him a mate from himself, partner, Hawa alayhi salam. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells them, gives them one instruction. Just one. La taqraba hadhi shajarata fatakuna min al-dhalimin. Don't you two come close to this tree. Let alone eat from this tree. Don't you two come close to this tree. Because if you do, you will be from the wrongdoers. Simple instruction. It's Jannah. Most probably there's a lot of trees. He's only forbidden from one tree. Him and his wife. And meanwhile, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also tells him, Hey, be careful of shaitan. He made a promise. He's going to mislead you and your progeny. This is part of his grand plan. To mislead you and your progeny. Us is insane. 
So we read in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, فَلَا تَقْرَبَ هَذِي شَجَرَةَ فَتَكُونَ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ Don't come close to this tree or you will be from the wrongdoers. Immediately after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَأَزَلَّهُمَ الشَّيْطَانِ Shaytan made them slip. And they ate from this tree. So now if you read the Quran and you take it from surface value, and then you will think, okay, subhanallah, Adam was so weak. Adam, were you that weak? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just told you now don't eat from this tree and yet you ate from this tree. Just after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told you, shaitan had the power to mislead you. How is that possible? The thing that escapes us is that we don't know how long Adam and Hawa was in Jannah. And how much time shaitan had with him. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, somewhere in the Quran, some, some place else in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us. فَقَاسَمَهُمَا He made promises to them. إِنِّي لَكُمْ لَكُمَا نَاصِحٌ عَمِينٌ You know, I'm, I'm only a sincere advisor to you. You know, every day and every morning and every night picking their brains. Telling them, I'm your friend. You know, he became friends with him. So likewise, eventually, Adam succumbed. He gave in. And he said, maybe this isn't such a big thing. Maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never spoke to Adam again after that. After that command. We don't know. Maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave that command and then that was it. So eventually after some time, Adam slipped. He made a mistake. So it wasn't just like, don't eat from this tree. And then, eat from the boom. Don't tell me what to do. It wasn't just like that. It was a gradual thing. And this is what shaitan does. It's his purpose to gradually mislead us. In this dunya. He won't come to you telling you, my bro, drink the bottle wine. He won't do that to you. He will first get you involved with those people who drink wine. So he's not going to mislead you by first giving you the bottle of wine. Oh, die wine is mm, it's fantastic. The rooi drijven en groen drijven en handepoot en daar is die bitter as die die. Wonder die haar gestaan nou, die moet net in Peru. He won't do that. En hy weet, hy is nie so dom, he is not that stupid. He knows what he must do is, ek moet die bro trik. I have to find ways and means to trick this person. So what he does is, gets you involved with the wrong type of people. So this is the example of how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains to us in the Qur'an that how Nabi Adam slipped. He made a mistake. So if Nabi Adam can make a mistake while, we, while he was busy with the wrong person, while this person was promising him, you know, I'm a good advisor to you. What about you and I? In this worldly life, how do we survive? So Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa gives another hadith. It's a hadith where Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa says, تُعْرَدُ الْفِتَنَ عَلَى الْقُلُوبِ Fitna will be presented to the hearts. The fitna of this dunya and, it, and all its temptations, the glitter and the glamour. Slikse bitsi gyal, slikse bitsi di, slikse bitsi vakiere paatis to gaan. You know, so the fitna is being presented to us on a daily basis. The fitna of shaitan. 
was was in ons oore, gaat doen die, gaat doen die, always trying to mislead us, the fitna of our nafs evens, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to say, Allah ma'in ya'udhu bikam in sharri nafsi, Allah I seek protection from you in the bed within my own self, so all of these fitness is being thrown against the heart of a human being, this is what Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is saying, and he says, Kal hasir udan udan. The fitna is thrown like a reed mat, woven together stick by stick. That's how tightly the fitna is thrown, one after each other. And then Nabi Muhammad says, Nabi says that any heart that is afflicted by it, any heart that is afflicted by it will get the black dot on his heart, in his heart. And then Nabi Muhammad says, And whatever heart rejects it, whatever heart rejects it, Nabi Muhammad says, then a white dot appears on the dot. And Nabi Muhammad says, Thus, hearts is of two types. One, One that is a pure gem. You know? And he says, فَلَا تَدُرُّهُ فِتْنَةٌ مَدَامَةِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Nabi says, That heart, that pure gem, that heart that was worked on, that heart that tried its best to be, you know, in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, subservient to the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi says, that heart becomes like a pure jinn, and it will be protected, nothing, no fitna can harm it. Death may comes to, come to him or his family, it won't hurt him that much, that he wants to kill himself. You know, he may lose his wealth, but he won't go and throw himself down from a bridge or something. Because he realizes that this is part of life. His heart is pure. And Nabi says his heart will be protected as long as the heavens and the earth remains. And then Nabi Muhammad says the other heart. And the other one is black and dusty. Like a worn out vessel. Neither recognizing good nor rejecting evil. But immersed in desires. So this is the two examples. Nabi Wasallam is explaining to us that when it comes to the heart, the heart gets affected two ways. Beautiful saying by one person, there's a battle of good and evil taking place within you every day. Who wins? The one you feed the most. The one you feed the most. So what are we feeding our hearts? You know, we are so many times, we think, wat praat die imams elke keer van die TV's? Die TV's het goed. You know, what are they talking about? You know, the media, the phones. Why are they always, you know, talking bad about these things? This is good gadgets. You know, in hulle gaat vir ons veefat, inshallah. You know? The reality is, it is affecting us on a daily basis. Every day, our children are being duped by the TV. What are they watching? Ask the children, what is the latest thing? I never knew this. When I asked the afternoon madrasa kids, what 
they watching on TV? Empire. Well, this is a new thing they're watching. What's it about? Music and homosexuality. And, and then we wonder, who can look for kindness for kids? Yeah, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu is saying that if a fitna touches the heart and if it affects it, then that heart will be, that black dot will remain there. And the more black dot that appears on that heart, the more that per- person will incline towards evil. Slowly degenerating. You know, like the person who was a lawyer, his education couldn't help him. Like the person who was a doctor, his education couldn't protect him. From what? The fitna. Fitna of dunya, the fitna of the nafs, the fitna of shaitan. One plus one in school won't help you against how to protect yourself against shaitan. Jan van Ribik, when he came to you, he said to your daughter, how can he come to you? The only thing that will teach us this is if we follow Quran and Hadith. We follow the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and we listen attentively to what he has to say. Wallahi, our children, we know it, we see it many times. Give them a karate movie. Let them learn it a karate movie. Kijk. Sala klaas en dan? Tam van die kasaf. Dat is wat gebeur. Hoekom? Because wat ek het nou gesien, die oud jam van die kasaf. Please don't try this at home. Ze kan maar hoe sê, please don't try this at home. Hy gaat die F5 kreeg. Wat ewe lirik doen. You know, it will happen. This is the nature. Human beings, ons kan maar hoe klein is of groot is, as een van oorse mansoek evens, if we watch a movie that we like, action movie, this, this is how we are, gullible human beings. Our minds is programmed like that. That as it influence what, then will I do it. So when the TV comes, and all the music, and oh yeah Allah, what the music you can listen to today. It's all about drugs, sex, gangsterism, killing people. This is the music that they're listening to. Then is it so surprised? Who they call a gangster? Geraak so begaan Allah. We can't be surprised because when we look at the things as nurturing our children, as we look at the things that our children are growing up, and even, wallahi, even for ourselves are growing up. This is why we degenerating. Because why I don't take note. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says in the hadith, Fattaku dunya. He says, be conscious of this dunya. Whatever temptations it throws at you, be conscious about it. You need to be on God. How many times does Allah, in various verses in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Zuyina lin nas hubbu shahawad. We might beautify them for them, their a'mal, their bad deeds. We beautified the, the or rather mouth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the, the shahawad was beautified to them. You know, their desires, this inclining towards their desires, by who was it beautified? By shaitan. I come now to say if you may borrow. Is hier die vriend wat vir jou misleed die? 
So he's not your man, your mind. You have your own mind, it's not your friend. It's, there's nothing wrong with hanging around with a few gangsters. It's nothing wrong. Subhanallah. This is the tricks of Satan. This is how he wants you to degenerate in your belief. He's going to tell you become the friend of a gangster. So now you find yourself mixing with the gangsters. Kort voor lang gaat die opposite party vir jou aankyk en vir jou sê, hy moen een van hulle is, hy is te veel saam in hulle. He must be part of them. So what happens? Hy soek nou a gangster, eventually. We can't be surprised, wallah. I'm not saying, brothers and sisters in Islam, that we are bad parents, No. But what I'm saying is, this is an amana that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us, you and me. Our children, including ourselves, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Kullukum ra'in. Every one of you are responsible. Thy kinsi vadasit, ye and the Juma'an, say hat, wat gafik wat dit dunya baitakan, it's my duty to make sure that I make, I make the deen the most important influence in his life. It's like the example of a, of a jug of water. You have black dye, and you have water pouring into this jug. If the black dye is continuously dropping into this water, and there's no water pouring into it, then eventually what's going to happen is, the water is going to turn black. But the more water you pour into that jug, of, uh, that jug, the more water you pour into that, the less the effects will be of that black dye. So likewise with this dunya, I can't imagine how a person can survive without deen. It's impossible for him to survive in this dunya. It's impossible for him to survive. With the influence of, of WhatsApp, the man said no be anakan and zabi shakmit it's anasfakiat. Influences of Facebook, influences of various things. We need a daily reminder, and that daily reminder needs to be very strong. Otherwise, that black dye is gonna affect my heart until it's black. And the dean is the only antidote. Ek kan nie drippeltjies, drippeltjies water ingooi in die black dye so steekie. Die kraan moet opgedraai word. The tap of dien needs to pour down into my heart. Because there's nothing that I can do. Ek kan nie sê, ek gaat nou in een hoekie blij op een matsie en ek gaat nou een hermit raakie. I'm going to start become like a monk. Because I'm going to cut myself off from this dunya. This isn't what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. But there needs to be a balance. My life must be uitgebalanced, that as I go out there, that yeah, sometimes I have a bit of a slip. I have a mistake make. But the deen will be so strong in my life, that it will immediately wipe out that black dye. That was, uh, that's the thing that needs to happen in our lives. And this will come as a kindness after it comes. I can't say that I can't say that I can't say that I can't say that because why the school Het nou gesê, hulle gaat nou toe, die tijd en die tijd en die tijd. School. I don't have anything against education. 
We have nothing against education. We need to, edu we need to educate our children. But is it more important than Dean? Sometimes for some of these kids, the only reminder of Dean they get is in the madrasa. That's the only reminder some of them get. It's in the madrasa, nowhere else. So how important is it for us that we need to give the daily reminder to the kid or to the child? There's an example of a person, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa tells us about the person that used to live prior to, and it's a well-known story, the boy and the king, it's a well-known story. This boy, the magician in this area, particular area, they say it was Yemen, Himyar, somewhere that side. The magician in this area was getting old. So, he was worried. And was talking David Copperfield magician. No, we are talking about the real magic. He was getting old. And he told the king, because the king, he felt that he was God, Allah. And he means him for home worship. So he told the king, get me a youngster so that I can teach him how to be a magician. King got this child, this youngster. Eventually, you know, he set him up with this magician. And this magician teaches him every day. At one point, while he was on his way to the magician, he meets this pious person, a monk. He meets him. Believer in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, great believer in Allah. And he finds this monk speaking about Allah. He didn't know who's Allah. And then he listens to this monk, and he's impressed. Is this my creator? I didn't know there's a creator. Subhanallah. In the way the monk speaks, he, he sits with this monk, and then eventually he's delayed. I call it a lot by So when it happened a few occasions, the magician started beating him. So the magician explained to this, uh, the, the monk explained, uh, the, the, the youngster explained to this monk, I have a problem. I like what you're saying. I believe in what you're saying, but the magician is going to be suspicious about the thing that I'm doing. He's going to start wondering why am I delayed every day. So the monk says, because the area is a bit hostile, say the monk form, what you do is, when you go to the magician, and you delayed by me, you just say, okay, my, my family delayed me, my people delayed me. And when you come home from the magician and you sit with me, and you go home, then you just say, the magician delayed me. And every day it happened like that. Every day. He would study with the magician, and he would study with the monk. He learned magic with the magician, and he learned about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the other side. Every day it would, it would be like that. Eventually, a beast appears in the village. And he says, this is the day that Haqnu had prevailed. And he says, Ya Allah, if you are true and what you give us is true, what this monk is teaching me is true, then make this beast disappear. 
And then he threw the stone and he killed the beast. He killed the beast and he said, Now I believe that this what he must do with his beast is He begins to believe now. He develops believe. <coughs> Based upon what? The teachings of the monk. He develops believe and eventually he comes back to the monk and he tells the monk what just happened. And the monk says, my son, you are now on another level. The level that you're on, you're on another level. People is going to start talking about this. Please, if they find out about this, the king, please don't inform him about me. And what he does is, he starts curing people. With the kudrat of Allah, this youngster. Remember, this is not a Nabi. Nabi Islam says it's one of the people that lived prior to his nubuat. In previous, a previous ummah. This is not a Nabi that we're talking about. And people came to him, he started curing lepers, he started curing blind people, sick people. All of them came to him. And then one of the, the assistants or the attendants of the king, Blind. So he goes to, he heard about this youngster. And he goes to this youngster and he asks this youngster, Are you the one that cures the people? So I have a few gifts for you here. I have a few gifts. Take the gifts and, and, and please cure my, my sight. The youngster explains and he says, I'm not the one who cure. I'm not the one who gives cures. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who cures. You believe in Allah and Allah will cure you. <coughs> You just believe in Allah and Allah will cure you. I will pray to Allah, Allah, Ya Allah, cure this man. He prayed to Allah, he believed and he prayed to Allah and Allah gave him his sight back. Immediately. This person, he became a firm believer in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He sat with the king, he, he, he went to the king again. And then he starts praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. The king says, Hey, who are you referring to? You're talking about me? And he says, No, I'm talking about my Lord and your Lord. This is the king of the Lord. Because I cut the The same king. And he says, My Lord and your Lord, that's the one. My Lord and your Lord? I'm God, who are you talking about? He starts torturing this personality until eventually to pin me. The young said, "Me gekio, met sy duas, for Allah gefara." Get hold of this young and he starts torturing this young until the young says, "Okay, the monk it for me to teach." And the monk come and he tells the monk, "Disbelieve in what you're doing. Stop immediately, or I kill you." I won't do that. He takes a saw, he tells his, his, his soldiers, take a saw. Saag. Saag for him van hier van die kop af murl die. Right down. The saw is took, uh, they took the saw and they start. Saag. Subhanallah. Can ons imagine a saag op my kop en iemand begin te te saag? Can we imagine the pain that we will go through? The man was murdered here, gesnegewis, in the narration of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. 
And he takes the attendant. Leave this belief that you're busy with. And he says, no. I'm not going to do it. Saag vir hom ook middel die. Can you imagine what belief these people had? In Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala such yaqeen that even al sien ek iemand wat middel die gesaag, vir my gaan sy nie middel die saag nie. En vir my gaan sy nie van my belief afvat nie. You won't take me and move me from my belief. Middel die gesaag is hy ook. En hy tells his youngster, ou youngster, if you don't leave this belief that you're busy with, the same thing is going to happen to you. Maak wat sy wil. Basically, this is what this youngster tells him. Do as you please. But sy kan nie vir my dood maak, Allah sê, nou wat dood gee. And it, because he invested in this youngster, as a magician, he don't want to kill him immediately. So what he does is, he tells his soldiers, take him to the mountain. Just ask him before you throw him off, just ask him, listen here, will you disbelieve and then we don't throw you off this mountain? So they did that. Took him to the mountain, are you going to disbelieve? He said, no, I'm not going to disbelieve. And he makes dua, ya Allah, save me from these people in whichever way you decide. The mountain starts shaking and hulle val af aan die beeg. Immediately this youngster kan weggaan loop het. No. I have a nemesis. I have a test here. I have an enemy here of Allah. I'm returning to this enemy of Allah. And he goes back to the enemy of Allah. And he tells us, the king, where's the people? Allah tala uitgesoot. And he orders his soldiers again. Take him to the deep end of the sea. Same procedure. Voor hulle vir my nie water gooi, vraag vir hom, gaat hy disbelief. Same thing. Are you want to disbelief? They now on sea. Are you want to disbelief? No. Ya Allah, hy licht sy aan op. Ya Allah, sy vir my van die mense, ya Allah, nie gooi wat hy sien vir. Bout staat so rocking. Hulle val in die water en verdrink. Hy kom terug. He returns. Safe. The king. What's happening here? The youngster. Do you want to kill me? I tell you what you must do. Gather all the people. Because I'm a limens. A glue on the king. I'm a worship the king. Ek my keer om a den te maak. In die mense se belief. Ek my keer om vir die mense te wees. Hy is die God nie. Because the news already spread like wildfire that this guy returns every time. They can't kill him. So, you want to kill me? Gather all the people and I will tell you what to do. Gather all the people. The youngster tells him, you want to kill me? Shout or say, I'm shooting this arrow in the name of the, 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 the Allah, the God of this youngster. And when he shot this arrow, At that moment, the youngster died. What happened? Immediately everyone believed in Allah, disbelieved in this king, and they said, we believe in the rap of this youngster. We believe in the rap of this youngster. He sacrificed his life for who? For the community, for the better of the community. It happened so, 
that the king if anyone if orders makes a ditch make a ditch there in front of them make a huge fire and then each and everyone who don't want to disbelieve drop him into this fire you want to believe you don't disbelieve no anifian disbelieve no anifian disbelieve no anifian each and every one until it came to one lady say ta baby op arm she is in conflict and worry haki she is not doubting the truth say fear for can say can imagine a baby mut pain kareni say stand and say cake say stand and say cake allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it such that the baby begin to pray ya amma ya amma umma muni bang asi champan de fi fa innaki ala alhaq spring and if you because there is of truth jump into this fire don't worry about this burning now in jannah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to give us better wallahi brothers through the teaching of this monk daily look at what happened to this youngster daily teaching of this monk on a daily basis look at what happened to him he was had seen magic had seen who teaches magician for magic but it couldn't move him the magician's magic couldn't move him like how allah subhanahu wa ta'ala moved him so when there's influence of this dunya we must make sure that the influence of deen is much more greater and much more stronger and when that happens wallahi we will conquer this dunya wallahi we will conquer this dunya but it's because we have weak faith we need to work on ourselves on a daily basis There's many a programs look at all the posters at the back forgotten jewels being advertised you know CTME advertising all the programs get our youngsters go ourselves and go sit in these programs increase our iman come to the masjid come join the tablighi jamaat you know do something that will benefit us they say that if we in the office you get you know something you have paper if the fan is on you get something that you put on the paper they call it the paperweight if the fan is on and the in in the fan blows hard and then what happens the paper blows around but if you put that weight on top of it a blaneda ikhanerensi in this is the example of deen in our lives once we start putting deen applying deen in our lives in the dunya come for us who why but this all nuts makan us afirani shaitan kan who wish was but this all nuts kan makan osi You know also naskan for steam but the salif was not baighi because we Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sa arshas and mahatan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's banan mahatan naskan for me move on dini and this is how nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam says that when a person is he is repelling you know the black spots the fitna of this dunya then this white dot and appears until it's become like a pure gem it becomes like a pure gem and when it becomes like the spear gem no fitna will ever affect it no harm will ever affect it until the day of qiyamah this is what nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam meant my beloved brothers may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the understanding that this deen is a requirement every day in our lives if we do not do it then we will degenerate do not let shaitan munilat force flow see Munilati fosi ek stan manita bitsi me differ me differ na ni 
Sometimes is it even friend of us, it's a grafish madrasa of a madrasa of a deen leer, then you must stay even away from that type of friends also. Because the people come sometimes with different types of background. Oot a bit sige traan, weg te kofa nie van die dag af, nou kom jy na die madrasa toe. But sometimes valle. Now you friends with him, my bro, try net. Sy ek ook kreed, binnen die dag aan, na die binnen die te klaar, als oor. Lieve achter uit. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give strength to our brothers who is fighting the drug addiction. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give strength to our brothers who are fighting any type of addiction. Whatever your addiction is, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthen you because we know it's not easy. But you want to do something about it? Wala asr. Innal insana lafi khusr. Mankind will be at lost. Illa alladhina amanu except those who believe. You need to do righteous deeds. In every day on a continuous basis, we need to do what? Order each other with good. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the understanding, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthen our hearts that we should be able to, to work in this dunya without this dunya affecting us. Without Satan influencing us, without our nafs deterring us or swaying us away from the truth, inshallah.